following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Colts Fans. Damn it. In Bill's land. Still almost got beat by the Chargers, so y'all are ass. Uh, I want to talk shit, but we just can't. Nope. We can't. We can't. The The Bills are in. We have let the Bills in. To the postseason. Uh, yep. I hate football. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm all right. Yeah? Yeah. Had a good Christmas. But, uh, <laughs> That's always nice. But the Colts ruined it. The Colts pretty much ruined it. That sucked. I don't even, yeah. I, that, was, that was shit. That was such shit. Fuck. Shit. That's close. This close, I, and you know, it it would have been hard to go like four and zero, the last four games of the season, but to get beat the way that we did, yeah, it wasn't even close at all. Yeah, that was the most points the Falcons scored all season, um, which is not good. I seen some stats today: the Colts missed twenty nine tackles on Sunday. What? Or is either twenty two or twenty nine? That that's how many missed tackles were were on the Colts side, um, on Sunday, which was abysmal. Um, apparently, Taylor Heineke is Gus Bradley's daddy. Um, that's a thing. Two years in a row, this in this mid quarterback, and just just has his career year, uh, career games against the Colts. Um, and he had far less good help. Um, you know, Kyle Pitts looked like a superstar. Basically, what I'm trying to say in it as kindly as I can is that this Colts team cannot handle success. Um, unfortunately, it can't. Right now, in the past, and like the last couple years, this is the same shit in 2021 same shit same shit and that's why i'm upset uh with this team i know that we're young i i just i always feel like they they'll they'll see an opponent opponent that they should beat and all right well we're gonna win this one so who cares and then the the look uh, look past the schedule and you know take these 10 like 10 can 
opponents for for granted and it's the nfl man you know any given sunday a team could come yeah. in and take the floor with you and it sucks it, it hurts it sucks it's not fun no especially because atlanta has not been a good team all like i i was holding out hope like you we kept messaging each other like i was in the middle of opening presents and such and i was just like ah you know what the falcons they they're good at blowing fourth quarter leads we'll be okay and um and they did it. They just kept piling on and piling on and piling on. It was just, uh, yeah, it was sad. Hey, uh, Gus Bradley, um, you know, teams, you know, maybe you can blitz more. Hmm. It's an all-around blame. It, it's it, it, it's, it, it's, it, it, it's not blame. just the defense. It's it's not, I mean, special teams was not good. Uh, offense was not good. Defense, not good. No. Um I, I think honestly, this game will be the sole reason why Michael Pittman just—I think he just earned himself like ten extra million dollars a year because of that. Oh, at least How valuable he is. At least, yeah. Um, I was really. This is—I mean—a lot of the stuff that happened in this game was what got us killed in the Cincinnati game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the offensive line playing horribly. I, I don't get Blake Freeland. You and I were like, oh, we just hyped him up. We were like, oh, he's doing great. And, 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 you know, he's, he's not doing bad for a rookie. He just held his own against TJ Watt. Who, the, who beat him? Like, I, I don't even know. I don't Blaise even know. Campbell. I, I, from time to time. Blaze Campbell is what? 36 years old. He's old as dirt. If we don't have brain Smith back next week, Max Crosby may get eight sacks on us by himself. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not good. It's, it's, it's not a good look at all. That's yeah. This is my my problem because everyone's like, oh, the 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 Braden Smith slander's got to stop. We'll fucking be there, be there, be there. Braden Smith, be there, or we got to move on and find somebody else. You know, <laughs> you know best best back. ability. Yeah, we can reel it back. Best ability is is availability, and Braden Smith's availability has been lackluster this year. There's been stretches in the past. I, I don't know what the answer is. There's no short-term answer for it, but I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. I feel like we always have this next year, next year, next year thing, and it's always going to be something. Like, whoa, we'll get Richardson back next year, and then Braden Smith will fart too hard, break his back, and be out for the season, and we'll be in trouble at right tackle. You know, and I was always saying, yeah, these snaps are going to be valuable for Blake Freeland. Yeah. They, they and he's looked serviceable. You know, he was good last week. This week, not so much. I again, and it, it's not just a like point off at Blake Freeland. The, the offensive as a whole was was awful. Yeah, um, we couldn't get in any kind of rhythm. Alec Pierce dropped too many balls. Uh, Downs is really the only bright spot that we had on offense, and even he had like a drop that was like you know just not common for him. Minshew showed us he's he is a backup quarterback again. That's that's what we're dealing with. I'm trying to temper my expectations because going into this game, I was like, all right, yeah, it's going to be an easy W. But again, we were dealing with a backup quarterback, uh, a, a star running back who's coming off a surgery. We're missing our our number one wide receiver. We don't have a number two wide receiver on on the yeah. roster right now. No, and it. It was like a punch in the gut to kind of bring bring us back to earth and like no no guys like we've been we've kind of been overplaying our hand and uh, exceeding expectations the last couple of weeks 
And this game just proved to us who we are. You know, we're not a playoff contender. If we make the playoffs, we're pretty much one and done. So, like, again, it, it was an awful game. It sucked. But I think it may have been necessary for Colts Nation to kind of reevaluate where we think our our place in the NFL is right now. Yeah. We're not contender. No, no, not at all. And, yeah, the, the, it's like the football gods, which we curse so much. You know what I mean? We're like, oh, give us a break. They've been giving us a break, all right? They've been given. They've been given. They've been giving the Colts breaks for weeks now. Trevor Lawrence has, has suffered back to back to back injuries for the last three weeks. His team is faltering. They're literally the football gods are literally trying to hand the Colts the AFC South. This team cannot fucking pull it together to save their life. They're like, here, here you go. You can have it. No, I don't want it. You know, <laughs> uh, it's it's like uh, that one. Ep- I don't know if, how much SpongeBob you watched in your day, but um, when they were trying to, to 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 make that that bad guy be a good guy, and the dude offered Patrick his wallet back, and he goes, "That's not my wallet," and that's basically how I feel the Colts are doing with it. That's not that's not the AFC South. Just take it. Just take it. Just take it. No, I don't want it. It's not mine. It's it's it stinks, man. Uh, you know, and I think the Bengals game was a clear indication of where we are, where we were. Falcons game, clear indication of where we were. And if we can play consistently, like we know this team can, um, it's just it's a hard it's a hard peak, man. It, there are peaks and valleys every season. And for us to, to to keep on playing at that peak, it, it's got to be tough on these young guys, especially when you get injuries. And uh, Pittman just showed how how valuable he is to this team. He was going to get a bag uh, before we play the Falcons. He is absolutely going to get a bag and a half now. He's getting his worth just went up. That, that contract just skyrocketed. It sure did. No, it sure did. Um, it's crazy because you and I were like, oh, mostly me. We're like, oh yeah, we're our receivers are all right, but yeah, it, like they're all right when Pittman's there taking pressure off of them. Um, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, bad game for the receivers. Uh, Downs hit. There were some bright spots, but yeah, the the dependability factor just wasn't there. Um, He's a rookie, so you know. Again, Downs, I'm not. I'm not like he did better for me in fantasy than than Pierce did. Let's just say that. Yeah. How um, do you feel about Pierce right now? How do I feel about Pierce? I think that was his time to shine and he fucked it up he dropped the ball and whatever if he wants to be like a a, a bench warmer receiver well not that if he wants to be but if if there's somebody better available and he gets kicked to the bench then he gets kicked to the bench but i felt like yet yeah, this weekend was his moment to kind of establish himself as our as wide receiver too for the colts Come in, make some plays. Hey, we can depend on you when we need to. You, we've been through the growing pains. You're getting there. Um, and he just he couldn't do it. He's had some spectacular moments. There's been a lot of receivers, but this was his this was his moment to become Reggie Wayne. Uh, the Reggie Wayne to Michael Pittman's Marvin Harrison. And he looks like um 
Dante Moncrief. It's like even worse than that. Um, but, you know, again, a couple cool moments, right? The big catches against Tennessee, the big catch against Jacksonville. But it he's like he's like a hyena where he's going to strike when you like least expect it. When, when the defense is like, eh, it's Alec Pierce <laughs> <laughs> and that he just gets you. He takes it off the top, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It, it's it, the machine that is the Colts that every, when everything helps out, every, you know, everything else, like the trenches work and everything else kind of goes through it. It just, it just didn't work. And no, made- no, no, no aspect of the game at all worked at all. So looking at, you know, I don't want to project into next year so so quickly, but looking at positions of need, uh, whether it's through free agency, through the draft, like rank them one, two, three spots that we need to fill. Sweet Jesus Christ. Um, I think cornerback is still the most important. I I, st- I still believe that even though they've kind of come into their own, may- maybe next year, at least a veteran, at least a, a, a true vet. Um, these guys have like the, the, the way these guys have been burnt a couple times this year, if, if cost us legit cost us games, like the Colts would be winning the South right now if the secondary was up. So I would definitely put that at the, uh, at, at cornerback still at the top. Um, wide receiver is a close to, Maybe like a one A one B, and three. I don't know, man. I'm not stoked about our pass rush still. I'm, I, I'm. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I. You know what though? I think that's more of a Gus Bradley scheme thing than than it is our our personnel. I don't know how you feel about it, but he don't he don't send the blitz a whole lot when they he do like. I, I don't like I don't what comes through the spot. They well, get, we've been sorry. we've been playing so well with our front four, yeah. and you know we've got the young DBs. When you have blitz, that's going to leave somebody wide on open. And you know I, I don't think that we're really scared of their offensive line. So maybe it would would have been better to kind of just sit back in coverage and and let Heineke make those mistakes, which he didn't do, and he kept on just dumping it on off to the the running back about eighteen times. Yeah, um, I, I love our front four. We could have been a lot more aggressive yesterday, especially after make your halftime adjustments. All right, he's carving us up low. Bring a blitz, you know. Bring the, the safety on in. Um, bring a linebacker. I I, w- I would have been scared of their weapons at all, but he just had all day to sit back there, and you know our front four didn't get home last uh, yesterday. But they, yeah. they have been all season, so I'm not really worried about our pass rushers. Just I think, like you said, it's more of Gus Bradley's scheme. I think so. Yeah, because we were – see, I, I was wondering, too, because one of the messages you sent me on Saturday was, hey, Gus, is, this has got to be it for Gus. And I was like, you know what? Probably so. I sat around and thought about it a little bit more, and I wondered if it was a personnel issue, if the way he schemes up requires more skilled, you know, safeties, cornerbacks. And maybe, maybe it's a defensive style for an older, more mature defense. I, I don't know. I don't want to keep, I don't want to keep having, you know, I, I don't like the idea of scapegoating because um, there's been so many issues this year. And, and, you know, everybody was like, oh, we got to keep Gus Bradley from last year to the, you know, from last year to this year. But I don't know. Like, I'm in a weird thing where like, oh man, if we get some, if our cornerbacks really develop, you know, it, ate the punches 
and come out better for it next year, maybe this could work a lot better. But also at the same time, it's like, yeah, God damn, dude. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> it's, it's, it's that it's like, I, I'm at that point. I'm not all in on fire. I would understand it if they fired him, but I also understand if they keep him. I'm not like all in and like, yo, he's got to go. Like this dude's got to get shit canned. I'm not all in on it, but I, I see both sides of the coin at this point versus, you know, frustrations that I've had with, with other, with previous coordinators, both offensively and defensively. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of with you there. I, I do think that our, the players on our team just aren't talented enough for that scheme. They may not fit correctly. I just wish that he, he was more aggressive and that, you know, when things weren't working, he kind of just sits back and says, no, no, like, we'll just keep on doing the same thing over and over and over again, which is insanity. So had he come with Shane Steichen, and if that was a Shane Steichen hire, I'd say, yeah, let's give him a little bit more leash. But this was forced upon Shane. You know, uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's like common knowledge now that whoever came in for the head coaching job, they told him Gus Bradley is going to be your defensive coordinator going forward. And they were yeah. okay with that. Um, so like this was an evaluating year and you know, if Shane's happy with what he's seeing defensively, which I could assume that he's probably not only because there's just been such lapses. It's so inconsistent and there's no, there's no real change. There, there's no attack. It's just, it's so stagnant and there is no attack. Like Shane's an aggressive coach. You've seen it. He likes to attack defenses. So I'm assuming he'd probably want the same for his defense as well to kind of attack offenses and kind of just sit back and read and react, which is what Gus Bradley is just known for. Um, I would love to see what, what Shane would, would prefer, what, what kind of coach he would hire to be as DC. Yeah. Um, it's, it's such an old school style of defense and we, we've just seen offensive just evolve over the last few years that I would rather, I would prefer myself to have a, a defense that's more attacking, more blitz heavy, more they'll just shade their coverages more. Um, just more evolved. Like the, the game of football has evolved and not like what's going on with, with Indy right now. More creative. Uh, I agree because I feel like uh, the, le- the, the way that the defensive play this has played this year has affected the way that Shane has to call games on the offensive side. There's no doubt about it. We know that when when things are going good, and and if you if you think back to some of these these various games that we've witnessed this year, um, when things are close, you know the offense is a little more creative, or if, if the Colts have a lead, the, the offense is a little bit more creative. He can go like we're we're have a great balance of running and passing the ball, but when we start when the team is getting like just getting yards pounded on him. Shane has to evolve to a more aggressive style as far in pass, pass heavy, which I is something that I don't think Shane ultimately loves, especially with, with Garner and kind of everything else. Yep. But I think last year's defense just had this year's offense. Oh my God. This team would be Super Bowl bound. <laughs> You nailed it because, like you said, uh, when we're when we're like when it's close or you know we're not trying to trying to chase a team, um, Shane is definitely more creative and the offense just gels a little bit better. 
when we have to go out and get points. You know, you could see that Shane knows how to do that. Look at that Rams game where we had AR all day and we were down like 20 nothing. Yeah. And next thing you know, you know, we were, we were, it was tied and the defense imploded. Um, we can't do that with Gardner. That's not the kind of quarterback he is. You could tell, you know, when we were chasing that lead against uh, the Falcons this week, he just, he wasn't, he wasn't hitting his targets. Everything was high. Everything was behind. He threw a pick. You, just, you could just tell that he he's not a guy that you want to go out there and throw to say, hey, you need to put us back into this game. He's a guy that can manage the game for you um, that could keep an offense afloat, but he's not someone that's going to evolve an offense. If an offense is supposed to do one thing, Gardner will make you live up to your potential. He will not surpass that potential like an Anthony Richardson would, like uh, a valuable playmaker would. It's not what Gardner is. He's a serviceable, solid quarterback. But he's never going to make an offense better than the sum of its parts. He won't. And yeah. I think we need a defense that could help in that aspect, where our defense now kind of just sits back and will we'll take what the offense is giving it. Bend, not break. No, sometimes we need to just we need to be the nail, you know, and, and the hammer. We have to go and just freaking close things on out. And unless it's one of the ends getting on in like uh, Samson Abukum, who's had a couple, you know, sacks to to end the game. It got a little too close for comfort. Sack fumble. All right, now now game ball. Like, no. How about we put some people in the dirt and just snuff them out? Uh, we don't attack weaknesses. We don't attack weaknesses as much as I would like to see. And we kind of just let the offense dictate the game on defense. Yeah. Instead of, no, this is how we're playing today. So you're going to sit back and enjoy it. Impose our will. Yeah, it, it's 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 downright shameful because that's I feel like that's what the defense did last year. Yep. And I mean, what what's the biggest difference from last year to this year? Is it? I mean, Stephon was, Gilmore. Was, was it that? I mean, that's what I'm I'm getting to is was Stephon Gilmore that important? To he was. Like, Dude, I mean, I'm looking back at games now. He was a shut down corner, yeah. and. People have been throwing all over us this year. They've been running all over us this year until Grover got back and the run games kind of helped. The shutdown corner was was huge. Juju can probably be that guy. He's too young to ask of that for him, of him now. He's not a, a sauce gardener. Um, you know, uh who's the uh, who's the guy from or Patrick Sertain from, from the Broncos? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those are shutdown corners right out right off the bat, out of college, bam. Juju with a second round pick. He's very talented. He's got a ton of potential. He's not there yet. He may get there. Um, we may want to go out into the the draft and and pick someone. Yeah, with our first round pick, a, a highly touted corner, or we might want to go out and grab like a highly touted wide receiver. I don't know. It, it all depends what kind of shakes out in free agency. But I just hope that we're more aggressive in free agency to to get corner or receiver, one of those two. Because this team isn't too far off, I just hope that we we pull the right strings to, to get there. Yeah, no, I do too. I I do too. And I said it. You know, I'm tired. I I hate the next year, next year, next year mentality. Um, the way I mean, the way that the team has overperformed this year, it, it leaves excitement, but it's just like it's infuriating because how close we are, and like how close we are right now to a playoff appearance, the division, we could taste it. And I feel like this team is going to fall short this year. 
But are we yeah, good like, enough? I mean, are we really good enough to would you be happy just saying, hey, you won the division, even though you know the team's not good enough to actually contend? I think it'd be a I I I just want to win like something. I hate I, again, I we've talked about it a lot this year. I hate the idea of you know, just not not winning just because. Like I feel like at the end of the season there should be some reward. Uh, it, you know, to enduring to as a fan to watching all these games year and committing three hours a week um to this team and and staying all that is is something at the end of the season. And that's where I'm at. And I, I know we talked last week about, you know, the schedule thing and whatnot, but I just like some something satisfactory, you know, some kind of badge of honor at the end of the season that we did something, even no. if it's a division win this year and, and a bounce out of the playoffs. Okay. This is a destination that free agents want to come to. Maybe we can get some people in trades. People are excited to come draft for us. And then we build off of that. It's a, the winning division isn't the end of the road, but it's a, it is a achievement for you know what I mean like do you think I know Brady probably wasn't proud of it last year I know you're trying to go to a point I apologize but winning the division at eight and nine you know what I mean was probably not a career highlight for him but the fact that he went you know it was something it was something to win the NFC or what nine or did they finish nine and eight I thought they won with a losing record but winning the NFC South last year you know what I mean like okay whatever Uh, for for Bucks fans okay we got something even though it was it was less than desired, you know what I mean? Just just some something some some stamp on on the season that was like okay, we actually kind of did something. This wasn't a waste of time watching this all the way to the end and and oof nothing. And I I, I know like hey, winning the division would be awesome, but this is a team that was supposed to win four games this year. Yes. Yeah, four games. Uh, then you know our star wide receiver, our star uh, quarterback got hurt start running back, didn't play, was holding on out. For us to get to where we are now, we should look at that as a win. Absolutely. We, we should not be pissed off. Like, oh, shit, we we shit the bed and uh, we, we didn't make the playoffs or we didn't get the division. Like right now, what we've got right now, we've, we've exceeded our expectations. So we should be happy with that. If we win the division, I would absolutely be happy with that. But if we win the division with, you know, we, we win next week against the Raiders, we win next week against the Texans, the Jacksonville Jaguars somehow – uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence is out for the rest of the, the year and they, they don't win any three games. We kind of back in to the, 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 the division. And then we, we play uh, who would it be? Maybe like Cleveland. It would be the, Cleveland. Cleveland's, I think the lock locked in fifth seat. Right it's now. like we play Cleveland in the playoffs and then they like just tear the doors off us and beat us. I think I would feel worse about that. Like having a really bad playoff showing with winning the division than just us missing the playoffs, but having the the kind of year that we've had now, I just, I don't know. I think I'd rather kind of not make the playoffs. I know what you're trying to say. And then just not, and then just get embarrassed in the playoffs by like Cleveland. All right. No, like these guys were frauds. They didn't belong. And now, you know, they have a fraudulent division because a uh, division title because Jacksonville got hurt and, we didn't beat Jacksonville all year long. Somehow backed into the, the, the division winner, and I don't know. It just, it would feel cheap to me, you know. Right. Yeah, I I kind of get what you're saying. 
we're not good enough. We're not good enough to be a division winner. And for us to win the division like this, I don't know. It just wouldn't feel right. I see your point. I see that. But I also look at a team like Tampa, who last year, again, didn't finish great, won their division, upgraded at the necessary spots, and are pretty much primed to win the division again, and are playing so well, may win a football game, or may win a playoff game. Who knows? You never know. Um, I, I, I got to look up what their record was last year, but I don't know. I, I see your point, you know, the outside noise and stuff. I just, I, I don't know. I, you just want that division. That's the title. You just that's, you want. That's been my one thing. Like I will apologize to Chris Ballard, <laughs> to Chris Ballard. If he, if like, if, if the Colts, one something and that's like that's all and like how cool would it be to overachieve and do that in a year and that's just me that's maybe selfish me that's me uh, you know witnessing the Colts having been you know the laughing stock I would dare so say of the AFC South for the last nine years oh um, no I think oh it's been bad come on it's been bad I mean that that you know, clown town year where we had wins, that was that was probably the the saddest I think we yeah. we've had. But I feel like a lot of our down seasons, it, you could literally chalk on up to hey, quarterback issue with lucking hurt at the end of the year. It um, could be, but we haven't been also, awful. We haven't been got awful besides we haven't been year. awful, but this has always been the Colts division, and the Colts are I feel like have been uh hyped up overhyped up in some instances every year to this is their division. And we've talked about how every other team has won the division in the last nine years, at least once um, aside from Indy. And it's like, it's it that I feel like that's that's shitty in itself as a Colts fan, like that's shitty in itself, knowing that um, even when the division has been down like this year, like last year that the Colts kind of couldn't in, in previous years that they couldn't come out on top. So that's what that's like that winning the division is as a Colts fan. It means so much to me. But what you know, whether whether we are the laughing stock of fan bases across the NFL, you know, the you know, we're called frauds and stuff like that's to me. That's that's OK. This is well worth a, a year's worth of time, attention and investment. That's that's how I've always perceived the division title that not, you know, what 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 are we gonna do this year? What are we gonna do in the playoffs? It's win win something. That's how I've always looked at it. Especially, it's been evident the last nine years. Yeah, I I, I and I get where you're coming. From. You want just validation as a hey, this was a year we we we've got something for it. Um, I want validation as a Colts fan. You know, I just maybe it's just different because we we had all that success before with Peyton and and whatnot. Yeah. As to where, all right, we won a division, but it's not the Super Bowl. You know, right. you know, it, the division title. All right, that's cool, but that's job not done. Kobe Bryant always said, "There's a job done. You win the championship. No, job not done. All right, <laughs> take the division title. That's right. not the Super Bowl. So if we're just gonna win the division and then lose, all right, who cares? I I I want to." If you want to take validation and you know be happy with the division title, I get it. It, it is it's a nice achievement. Short term, short term, yes. But I want a damn Super Bowl, and we're not a Super Bowl contender right now. So 
we're we're not supposed to be this year. I'm not gonna like, sit and cry and like be upset. Like, damn it, you know, we we, we should have won the Super Bowl because should we should have won more than five games. Right. We weren't expected to. So I'm I'm happy with where we are. We're content. Um I want us to be scary in the playoffs. I want people to fear, oh shit, I don't want to play the Colts. The way that we looked against Fel- the Falcons, that's that's not it. Yeah. So I just maybe I'm tempering my own expectations now just because of the ass whooping we just got handed to us. No, it's tough. And I, like I said, I don't think you're wrong in the way you're thinking because my long term goal is Super Bowl too. You know what I mean? I, I it's it's undoubtedly that. I I just I think and and it's it's steps. It's steps. Yeah. It's it's all steps. So, um, so yeah, we're on two different wavelengths, which is again not a bad thing at all. Um. Just thinking. So we had some injury news today. Um, oh. He's been having such a great year. Yeah. Julian Blackman, IR. <laughs> you said it, so that makes it real. Yeah. It's a shoulder injury. It happened in the game Sunday. Or, yeah, it was Sunday. My days are all messed up right now. Um, Happened on Sunday, uh, done for the season. They picked up another back, uh, another, I forget who the hell it was. It started with an M. Uh, I think like uh, Black, is it three Black? Marcus something, I don't know. I should also probably look this up while I have Twitter on. Um, let's see. Henry Black off the Steelers. Henry Black, oh, I was way off. Yep. Um, apparently, yeah, yeah, he was on the, Whatever. Uh, so everybody said it's a familiar thing, but it's it's Nick Cross, um, Nick Cross, and was it Rodney? Rodney Thomas. Rodney Thomas are our safeties right now. So um, this is not how I wanted Cross season to go off. I, it should have been Blackwin and Cross, not Cross and Rodney Thomas. Yeah. I, Rodney Thomas was awful last uh, yesterday's game or Sunday's game. God awful. He he's the reason why Pitt scored. Um, that first touchdown, he did not play well. I was calling for cross as soon as that happened and I got cross, but just not the way that I wanted him to. Yeah. Well, I, I agree. Well, I mean, hopefully it's, it's a really good showing and maybe he makes some outstanding plays. We don't know. Um, we, we don't know. We've been waiting for Gus Braley to kind of use him and I'm not sure why, but, um, but here we go. Here's his chance to, he is the guy, uh, automatic, pretty much automatically slated in. But he's got to go make some things happen and, and kind of pave the way for his, you know, for his own success. So and make a guy like Rodney Thomas uh, expendable, you know, so expendable. Huh? He's, he's expendable. expendable. <laughs> he sure is. <laughs> um, uh, we have the Raiders and he has the Raiders this upcoming week who just came off of a um, a team who overachieved and beat the Chiefs. Awesome defensive performance. Um, good enough offensive performance. <laughs> Aiden O'Connell didn't complete a pass in the last three quarters, which is uh, which is cool. It just um, means they're gonna carve up Gus Bradley's defense and go like forty-five for fifty, five hundred yards and eight touchdowns. That's my instant thought because it, it's just that's the way it goes. Uh, O'Connell has had, had an up and down year. Uh, and honestly, I, I've actually really enjoyed the Colts and Raiders because over the last four, 
five seasons. I think they played them every, just about every year going back. They're always kind of finishing around the same point in the division. Um, and I think the away team has had the other team's number the last, in every occasion of the last couple of years. So, uh, so this is always fun. It's a different, you know, it's a feisty, uh, Raiders team that's gritty. It doesn't win games prettily, prettily. Is that a word? Uh, doesn't, doesn't you know what I mean? But it's a it's a Dan Campbell bite your kneecaps off kind of team, and that like I love their interim head coach. I really Joe do. Think Pierce is great. Yeah, they should they should keep him. Their Raiders are so good at at hiring interim head coaches. If only they were as good as hiring head coaches. They interim head coaches. But on paper, this is a team that the Colts can and should beat. And and we look at it, like I, I'm looking at it now, and, and it's like, okay, you know, this is a team that, you, yeah, they're, they're fired up. They just came off of probably their biggest win of the season. Um, and there's always that kind of cool down thing, kind of like the Colts have been, right? We had that big win against the, the Steelers, and we fell off a cliff. Had that big win against Tennessee a month ago. Fell off a cliff against Cincinnati, and I'm kind of hoping that it's kind it, it's working in that favor. Um, I'm kind of hoping that the Raiders Super Bowl was last week, was on Christmas Day against the Chiefs. I hope so. They're fighting for a playoff spot as well, perhaps even the division. Um, because I don't think they're out of it yet. No, officially, because Casey's been slipping. But I don't know. What What are your thoughts on this Raiders team? They scare me, man. I mean, they've got. They got the good pieces where they need to be. Uh, they got a, a great defensive end in Max Crosby. Um, they have a young guy, too, there on the other side of Max Crosby, who's been a great, like, Robin to Max Crosby's Batman. Um, Devontae Adams is a, a beast. Their O-line is very good. Their run, the, the running game is phenomenal. Even without Josh Jacobs, who hasn't played the last two games, they still ran for a freaking, I, I think, a buck 50 in each game. Um they they're stout you know the the quarterback isn't anything to to to, you know cheer about at all like you said i I think he had like 36 yards all game yesterday couldn't complete a pass after the first quarter but when your defense is playing lights out like they are um you don't need to be and i'm really hoping you're right where they just beat their kansas city chiefs team they haven't beaten in like what five years yeah it's been a couple years yeah, so they, so, John Gruden rode, drove the buses around the stadium a couple times, and then yeah, he, yeah, that's right. That's the last time they beat him. Actually, and then I, th- I think it is, and then I think he got fired after that, like that year too. <laughs> I think he got shit canned that year too. So it's it's scary because uh, like Devonte Adams could easily go off against our secondary um, if we don't show up. Uh, the running game, whether Josh Jacobs is playing or not, could easily go off against our defense if we don't show up. Max Crosby is going to have a game uh, if Brayden Smith doesn't show up. So I'm not confident whatsoever. This is a coin flip game to me, uh, to be honest with you. It's scary knowing that our playoff really hinges on this game and then against Houston. We're playing two playoff games before the playoffs start. So like I said, it was a hell of a ride. If if we lose and it ends, I, I, I can't be upset because we've exceeded expectations. I'm now tempering those expectations and saying, hey, it might be all over because I, I don't know. I, I'm not, it's not that I'm not feeling great about this game. No, it is. I'm not, I'm not feeling great about this game. No, I'm not either. I'm not it's, either. 
it is as if we're coming off the Steeler game, I'd be very excited. Like, oh yeah, no, no problem at all. I'm not scared of at all. But after what Atlanta just did to us, uh, hell, we might not. We might not win. Yeah, they keep mentioning wake up call. Like I, when the player is like, oh, this is a wake up call. Well, you've had several wake up calls this year, and and Quiddy Pay, you know, had a comment about keep leaving their their destiny in other teams' hands. Um, they, the best thing, yeah, the best thing you can do is is go out and win out, and hope. Usually, I I feel like teams usually can rebound from embarrassing losses. I think the Broncos went on a nice win streak after after Miami dusted them. Um. It's just unfortunate the Colts need constant reminders. Uh, hey, probably wouldn't this game. It'd be great. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, I know. I know. Uh, Mitch, you had a really nice line about just thinking too far ahead. Like the team kind of just, I, I don't have it in front of me, but I, I thought it was really well said about how, you know, oh, this, you know, we're playing Atlanta who lost to Carolina, who we beat. And Atlanta lost to Atlanta lost to Carolina, so we should beat them. And it, it was that's kind of the 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 runaround about it. But, um, but yeah, that's like, like it, it was a good point from a veteran guy, and I hope like it 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 wakes them up. The Colts have to like it. There's no like win one of the next two games unless Jacksonville somehow loses the next two, which I highly doubt. Um, Carol, I, I, I feel more confident in Tennessee beating Jacksonville at this point than I do Carolina, but Carolina just gave green Bay a scare and, but I'm not holding out hope for it. They do have a nice defensive coordinator who, if they end up cutting ties with them and, oh, and he ends in. up at, uh, Avera or Jaro Avero. Yep. Yeah. I would, trade, I would, yeah, I would trade Gus Bradley for him in a heartbeat. Um, so, like there's hope in that that one of these two teams, but again, it don't it don't mean shit unless the Colts win. So they have to beat the Raiders, they have to beat the Texans. Since he has to lose at least another game, got to finish ahead of Cincy because they have the head to head. There's a couple tiebreakers we don't want that we don't or ties that we don't want to have. We don't want to be in a three way tie with the Bills or and the Bengals. That is that is that is no good for the Colts because the Bengals have the tiebreaker on. Um, on both, both on yep. both, so that would not be good, and I think that would mean like the conference record might help, and these next two games could help, but it, that's that's pretty much where it's at. You know, we got a head to head on the Steelers. Lord knows what's going to happen with that team. They looked unbelievable against the Bengals on Saturday. I don't know. I don't know. All the only thing that the Colts can do is win. That is all. Um, and if they don't. This week, it's pretty much a wrap. It might even be a wrap already, but um, this week could be for all the marbles, essentially. Just got to keep winning. So, um, fantasy-wise, how'd you do this week? Oh, well, I'm glad that you brought that on up, Matt. Um, I was a little scared. Not going to lie. Going into this matchup, I was a little scared. Guy had Josh Allen. James Cook, David Montgomery, Waddle, Ayuk, Kelsey, Mostert, San Francisco defense, mm. and uh, Jake Elliott, the kicker. So I was, I was a little scared. I was a little scared. But I went into battle with Jared Goff, 
Christian McCaffrey, Gibbs, Amon Ross St. Brown, Calvin Ridley, Isaiah Likely, James Conner, Detroit defense, Matt Gay pulled off the stunning uh, defeat, 174.3 to 116.3. Your boys in the championship round. I'm I'm taking all the marbles. I'm winning it. I'm calling it right now. Just crown me. Crown me a fancy champ. <laughs> Give it I to made me. I made two of my th- uh, three remaining champions. Nice. So that's awesome, dude. That's uh, that's so exhausting. I, doing one league is great. I don't know how you do like four of them, five of them. It's fun. It's I don't know. I like the drafts, and pretty much after that, I don't care unless I win money. But um, my two highest money buy-in leagues, uh, I'm in the championship round four. I actually uh, beat your cousin. No, I beat your cousin Jimmy (laughs) yesterday. I was sweating bullets. Um, I had a fifty-something point lead on him going into the the night game, and he had Lamar Jackson. Lamar was cooking, and I ended up winning by like thirteen or fourteen, which was great. Uh, The other league, I, uh, I. I won pretty hand, relatively handily. There's some stressful moments, but I had McCaffrey, Kittle, Fred Warner, and uh, the kicker for San Fran. Uh, I was kind of good. And Isaiah Likely, he did all right. He didn't do a whole much. Lamar threw to like everybody except him. Um, but I won that one, and I got bounced in, in my other studio league. So uh, the two big ones, um, I don't know how much the prize money is for the one I beat Jimmy in, but the uh, the other the the other league I'm in, um, it's a thousand for the winner, but I'm also not the, the guy reached out to me. He goes, why don't we do like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a split, like a 60, 40 split just in case it's like a, it's $1,300 between first and second place. Oh, so like, it's like an 800, $500 split would I'd be totally cool with. Um, so we, I think we agree to that. Um, that's, even though I, that's dope. yeah, oh yeah. Um, so one hundred fifty dollars buy-in to win that much. That would be regardless. I think that'd be cool. So, um, I'm favored to win right now. I just need Keenan Allen and Michael Pittman to be cleared for this week and uh, be all right. We'll see. Come on, Pitt. Come on, Pitt. We need you. We both. Know. Yeah, just get healthy too. That's that shit's scary. That's it's scary. Um. So yeah, so we're rock and roll. It's gonna be a stressful New Year's Eve, but um, but yeah. Colts and fantasy football championships, and I'm at a wedding. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm sorry. Gonna be a, I'm gonna be a nervous wreck. So, <laughs> uh, it's awful. It's awful. Uh, do you have a Rogers rant you want to to want to perform? Honestly, I think I've gotten to the point where I can't rant unless we win. Yeah. It's more like a Rogers cry. If if you want to do that, like please, Colts, just win, just win. This one. After a loss, it doesn't feel right to rant unless you know something egregious happens and you know something that really fires me on up. But I think I've been just beaten down into submission to just or please, sir, can I get a W? Yeah, yeah. What the hell? Like, why can't we just win, Matt? I just want us to win when we need to win. We needed the win, and we got beat by Tyler Heineke, who got cut from the Raiders. The Raiders are the Commanders. The Commanders didn't want him. And yet yeah. he, he just made us his bitch, and I don't like it. Yes, yeah, and Kyle Pitts scored a fucking touchdown against us. Never happens. He Eight years in the league, scored three touchdowns. He's a bum. He's a bum. And he, he, oh my God. Colts, I know you're not listening to this show, 
even though you might be because you haven't playing the shout song at the at Lucas Oil Stadium recently. <laughs> um, just remember that when you wish just a Harry, uh, I almost said Harry Christmas, a Merry Christmas on Twitter, that I didn't like that you said that because you didn't win. Um, I was going to hit that I, like button if we won, but I didn't. Yeah. I've actually, they've been emailing me a bunch lately about buying merchandise for them. And uh, I've been, re- I've been replying actually, because of how mad I've been saying when, when a meaningful football game, I've, I've been sending it to them. I hope you get the message. Some right. poor intern is just like feeling awful every time they send you something. Oh God, this guy again. Fine. He's gonna yell at me again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they've I don't think they've emailed me since. It was sad. It was uh Monday. I, I actually did it on Christmas Day. I was so mad. Uh so just win a football game so Colts fans can be like Colts fans who aren't just like, oh yeah, go Colts all the time, no matter win or lose or or oh it's okay boys get them next week, you know like that. Uh, so we're actually like proud to be your team because um, yes I I will always be a Colts fan, but you make it harder and harder to do that week in week out. Be better. Enough with the next year bullshit. Next week got to do better. Just do better now. Win. That's all I got to say. There's a Matt rat rant. All right. Enough uh, negativity. Happy New Year's, y'all. Hopefully next week we'll be uh, celebrating a step in the right direction for the Colts. Um, and, uh, and yeah, we'll go from there. Thank you so much. Again, Happy New Year. Uh, we'll see you on the other side of 20, we'll see you on 2024. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next time right here on Colts Fans. Yay. In Bill's land. Boo. Colts make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now, the Colts are making it happen now. Stand up now, come on and shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout it right now, baby. Come on, come on. Come on and shout. Indianapolis. What's happening now? We're on the moon now. Colts are happening now. They're making it happen now. We got the spirit. A lot of spirit, yeah. We got the spirit. Just watch it happen now. Day. Day. Nay. Let's go. Indy Colts. Let's go. Let's go. Indy Colts. Let's go. Let's go. Colts. Colts make me wanna shout!